Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 142. Yeah, that's right. I'm back. <laughs> I told myself I'd be off the air for two weeks, but I didn't quite make it. <laughs> Did you miss me? Probably not. I know. <laughs> I'll talk about that a little bit later, but I do have some uh, news stories, if I remember how to do a show, both on health and medicine and on some uh, non serious stuff as well. All that and a lot more coming up right now on the Dr. Anonymous Show. Again, bringing you the best that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Blog Talk Radio on a Saturday night once again. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, you can call me Dr. Ray. You can always find me at dranonymous.com. And I've started blogging again. I'll talk about that a little bit later. You can also go to dranonymous.net. Shout out to all of my 160 Facebook fans. I very much appreciate it. You can also go to dranonymous.org. That takes you right to my face, uh, right to my iTunes page, my iTunes page, where you can leave a comment and subscribe to this show. You can also listen to this show in real time. That's right, on your iPhone or BlackBerry. Yes, I know that you are out there. Today is Saturday, January 30th, MMX, (laughs) 2010, 2010, whatever. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, at broadcast time right here at... Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters, the temperature here is 16 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right, I'm back. I couldn't stay away. (laughs) Uh, I'll be talking about what I've been doing here in these last couple of weeks. I'll be also uh, talking about some health and medicine and not-so-serious news stories as per Saturday night goes around here. But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again tonight, even though I just uh, planned the show like two hours ago. We'll see how my show prep does here. Uh, welcome to those of you who are uh, new to the show, listening live or even or, uh, on uh, the archives. I very much appreciate it. I have been a uh, social media hobbyist since 2005, and if you're curious, yes, I am a real 
doctor. I'm a family physician here in full-time private practice here in beautiful but a little chilly northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, and if you're you know, not listening live, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Very much appreciate those people who listen on the archives. I know you're out there. But if you're here listening live, you can see my shining face in the webcam here this evening. want to give a big shout-out to the people in my chat room. We have Annie and Burl. We have friggin' Ben with the cube. We have J-Man. And we have Kimmy. Or as she's known now, uh, Westside Kimmy. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see if that sticks around. <laughs> uh, so uh, get all that stuff out of the way here first. So we'll be talking about some health and medicine uh, news stories from the week in the next segment. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous show right here live on Blog Talk Radio on a Saturday night. I'm a proud member of the Better Health Network. You can get there at getbetterhealth.com. And a proud member of the ProMed Network uh, podcast, you can go to promednetwork.com. We'll be right back with this week's health and medicine news stories. That's right, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Our first story is uh, from Switzerland, from Davos, as the cool kids call it. It's from the Associated Press from Friday, January 29, or as they say over there, 29 January title is, uh, Bill Gates Makes $10 Billion Vaccines Pledge. The uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will donate $10 billion, with a B, over the next decade to research new vaccines and bring them to the world's poorest countries, a Microsoft co-founder and his wife said Friday. Calling upon governments and businesses to also contribute, they said the money will produce higher immunization rates, and aims uh, to make sure that 90% of children are immunized against dangerous diseases, such as diarrhea, pneumonia, in poor nations. There's a quote from our good friend Bill. <laughs> we must make this decade the, the decade of vaccines. Vaccines already have, already save uh, and improve millions of lives in developing countries. Innovation will make it possible to save more uh, children than ever before. Gates said the commitment more than doubles the $4.5 billion the foundation has given to vaccine research 
over the years, the foundation said up to 7.6 million children under age five could be saved through uh, 2019 or 2019, depending on how you say it. As a result of the donation, it estimates that uh, an additional 1.1 million kids would be saved if a malaria vaccine can be introduced by 2014 or 2014. <laughs> and if you haven't heard already, you probably heard already, our good friend uh, Bill Gates is on Twitter. I believe his uh, Twitter handle is Bill Gates. <laughs> uh, next story here uh, is uh, from Health Day News from Friday, January 29th. This title is Scientists Decode Brain Cancer Cell Line. The first complete genomic sequencing of a brain cancer cell line has been performed by U.S. scientists. The achievement may help identify new molecular targets for the development of a more effective and less toxic drugs and lead to personalized treatments based on the unique biological signatures of a patient's cancer, according to the team at uh, the uh, Johnson uh, comprehensive Cancer Center at the University of California, Los Angeles. The finding also may result in uh, new and better ways to monitor for brain cancer recurrence as well as a test to determine when brain cancer has been destroyed, which would prevent overtreatment with harmful anti-cancer drugs that can cause long-term health problems. Hey, I'm all, all for new cancer research because I know that uh, we definitely need it. Are you like me or do you, uh, do, you, do you buy those fake drugs uh, off the uh, internet? No, no, I, I don't. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but here's a story uh, from Health Day News. The title is Fake Drugs Bought on the Web Pose Big Health Risks. People who buy prescription medicines over the Internet, I see you out there, especially drugs uh, purported to treat erectile dysfunction, or as we see in these parts, junk dysfunction, are playing Russian relate with their lives. A new study contends uh, at best the drugs won't help you, and at worst they could kill you, the review article said. Quote, you may be wasting your money or you may actually be hurting yourself said Dr. Margaret E. Weirman, professor of medicine at the University of Colorado at Denver and chief of endocrinology at Denver VA Medical Center, who was not involved in the study, but she did give a quote. <laughs> Counterfeit Internet drugs are a mushrooming problem. Seizures of fake drugs in Europe quadrupled between 2005 and 2007, or as they say, 25 and 27. A number of investigations undertaken by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration uh, increased by a factor of eight, according to the study published in the International Journal of Clinical Practice. As many as 2.5 million men in Europe, Europe may have taken the counterfeit Viagra, which... Uh, <laughs> which treats uh, uh, <laughs> junk dysfunction, the study authors stated. It's a very significant problem, and I think there are people who are being injured, said Dr. Ira Starlip, a spokesman for the American Urological Association and clinical professor of urology 
at the University of California, San Francisco. The only way to avoid the problem is not to buy on the Internet. (laughs) How about this story? Walmart pendants recall as Disney banned cadmium from the Associated Press. Federal consumer safety regulators on Friday announced a recall of the Princess and the Frog pendants sold at Walmart stores because of high levels of toxic metal cadmium, an unprecedented action that reflects concerns of an emerging threat in children's jewelry. The recall affects two products, about 55,000 items in total, sold exclusively by the world's biggest retail for $5 each. The action was taken voluntarily by Rhode Island-based jewelry company FAF Inc., which did not respond to requests to this report. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, which disclosed the recall, had been testing cadmium in children's metal jewelry for several weeks in response to the AP investigation that uh, reported high levels of the known carcinogen uh, in the Disney movie-themed pendants and other children's metal jewelry imported from China. So if you if you have this, the Princess and the Frog, this pendant, hey, uh, yeah, take it away from people because it could be bad stuff. And the last story in this segment from Time Magazine from January 29th, here's the title, Study Overweight Adults Over 70 May Live Longer. Wow. Putting a smile on chubby faces everywhere, a new study by Australian researchers finds that being overweight may be a boon to the elderly. According to 9,240 adults ages 70 to 75 in the study, those were, uh, who were overweight were the least likely to die over 10 years compared with people who were of normal weight or obese. The study published Thursday in the Journal of American Geriatric Society looked at data from two long-term population-based studies and found that adults who were overweight had an average 13% lower risk of death from any cause over 10 years compared with those who were of normal weight. Those who were, under, who were underweight were six, uh, 76% more likely to die, while the obese had the same mortality risk as those of normal weight. So I did not uh, report on whether these elderly people played any kind of Xbox or uh, 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 PS3 games, especially stuff like uh, (laughs) Rock Band. Maybe that comes out in the next study. (laughs) Yes, I know the... The health and medicine news stories weren't exactly the best this week, but I'll do better next week. <laughs> I'll take a short break. I'll, and after this, I'll be telling everybody kind of what I've been doing over the past uh, couple of weeks. I know people are very excited and interested to see what I've been doing. <laughs> so we'll be right back on the Dr. Anonymous show live on a Saturday night right here on Block Talk Radio. Don't go Anyway. Oh. 
Hey, welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. So yeah, so I've been gone for a couple of weeks, and uh, no, I wasn't in prison. <laughs> uh, no, I was not uh, secretly testing the uh, Apple new product, which I'll be talking about a little bit later. <laughs> uh, what, I, what have I been doing? I just kind of wanted to update everybody. Uh, so as you probably saw on my, uh, my blog, DrAnonymous.com, yes, I've been blogging again. Uh, and uh, so that's been kind of fun. If you haven't checked that out, I encourage you to go to DrAnonymous.com. And I've been starting to write a little bit again. It's been fun to do. Starting to talk about life, talk about some medicine issues there, and uh, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in the swing of things um, again. Uh, there was a time where I was a little bit concerned about talking about patients, um, uh, you know, with those federal privacy laws and things, but I think I'll be able to maybe get around that or uh, find creative ways to share the share these stories. <laughs> of uh, my real job. So, because uh, when I started blogging there in 2006, uh, uh, it was fun to kind of just get some of those stories out there because uh, uh, there's a lot of interesting stories out there to share with people and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get back into that um, again. Um, another thing I tried to do, I tried to take a, a, a break from uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook, and I did blog about that uh, today, and I failed miserably. <laughs> failed miserably at that. <laughs> uh, I went a few days uh, without even logging into the Twitter or Facebook sites, but then I just got the itch too much and I started logging in, but not posting anything yet. Uh, and then uh, I just had to post something, and it was all it was all done from there. And uh, then it was something like, well, now that I've um, done with taking a break, I must well just have a show. <laughs> so, so that's why I kind of threw this uh, show together about two hours ago, and uh, I'm just trying to remember how to do the show. <laughs> Uh, and I'm starting to get back into uh, how marginally entertaining this is for for all of you out there. So, again, I apologize <laughs> uh, for, uh, again, uh, turning out a, a mediocre show. <laughs> but I very much appreciate everybody turning out uh, tonight. Uh, give, give another shout-out to everybody in my chat room there. I do have a guest. Shout-out to the guests. We love the guests here on the Dr. Anonymous show, and uh, if you register here at the uh, Blog Talk Radio site, you'll be able to chat in the chat room and make fun of me like everyone else does, <laughs> in a loving way, you know. If Annie and Berlin, the chat room, we have friggin' Ben with a Q, we have J-Man, we have Jesse Wilder, and we have Kimmy, Kimmy, <laughs> Westside Kimmy. We'll see if that sticks there. Uh, and other things I've been doing, I've just been you know, just trying to do things that I haven't had a chance uh, to do in a long time so because of work and because of other type of things. Um, and um, I'm going to get back into traveling uh, uh, soon. And uh, I do want to uh, publicly announce here, I was going to have a news conference about it, but uh, unfortunately... I will not be able to make it to the uh, Annium Burl Live Drunk Show in March, so I want to apologize now for that. 
but at the end of February, I'll be going to Atlanta for a meeting, and then uh, in April, uh, I think I'll be going uh, to Kansas City for a uh, an educational meeting and catch up with friends there. So, uh, so that my schedule is opening up uh, a little bit. Uh, I think I'll be be traveling around here a little bit, so I'm very excited about that, and been able to uh, get in touch with just with some old friends here uh, um, over the past uh, couple of weeks, uh, uh, and uh, and it's been fun trying to just uh, just to get in touch with people uh, who are living around me, <laughs> uh, and I found out that it's too easy to put work in the way and you know put other stuff in the way and say hey we should just get together and just hang out and have dinner, have drinks, you know, and uh, just catch up. Uh, and it's been a while since I've uh, caught up with some of these uh, uh, some of these people out there. And uh, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, I've been doing uh, I've been doing some reading as well. And uh, uh, so uh, so yeah, so I just just been getting getting mixing it up a little bit and uh, uh, breaking old habits and starting new ones. And hopefully uh, hopefully that'll be fun. Um, and I do want to do want to make another announcement, and uh, you know, just just for the for the change of the show here, um, I don't think I'll be on a pretty. I'll, I don't think I'll be, I'll be on a regular schedule. I'll be I'll be doing mostly uh, Thursday and Saturday nights. But if other stuff gets in the way, then uh, I'm not going to have a show. So what we tell people now is that uh, if you want the latest schedule, just go to DrAnonymous.com, and uh, that that will get you the latest schedule. Uh, for the show, so I'm gonna, really going to be uh, uh, trying to focus on doing, uh, getting back into interviews again on my Thursday night show, and I'm not able to do uh, interviews, and I may not even have a Thursday night show that week. And on Saturday, um, like before, if I'm working, I'm not going to have a show. If I have other stuff going on, I won't be having a Saturday night show. So to uh, to uh, decrease the confusion, <laughs> go to DrAnonymous.com for the latest schedule. Um, and finally, to end this segment here, I just want to give some uh, some shout outs. And at the top of the hour, we'll be our uh, good friends from the Indian Borough Live show. They will have uh, uh, Illinois gubernatorial, you can say it now, gubernatorial candidate, Adam Onjewski. That'll be very exciting, and I believe the uh, the election, the primary election, will be coming up just next week. Um, so that'll be an interesting uh, interview. Um, and let me ask you this, there, kids. You know, before 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 you say, hey, it's going to be, you know, they're going to have a big political show. You know, let me ask you this. You know, when was the last time that you really? really, you know, believed in something and, and, you know, wanting to do something just, just, you know, just because you're frustrated with the status quo. And I think that's something that Thrill is doing very much, very much uh, in support of that. And, uh, um, you know, I, I do want to read a little something here. He, he had uh, something on his uh, uh, blog 365 uh, project or his project 365 blog. And, he just uh, published it a few hours ago. The title is A Volunteering for Something You Believe In. Got to respect that. And it goes along like this. Today I spent several hours at the local campaign office of Adam Onjaeski, an Illinois businessman running for the GOP gubernatorial ticket on this Tuesday's primary. 
This was the first on several levels. For one, I had never actually volunteered at a political office prior to today. And secondly, the boy was right beside me, sorting information cards, putting lawn signs together, etc. He had an interest in the political process and was very eager to see how things worked behind the scenes, which we all know, Burl loves working behind the scenes. Uh, he continues here, while well, I spoke with Adam on the phone for an interview and even uh, saw him speak yesterday at a luncheon with Lech Walensa. I had never met him face-to-face until today when he unexpectedly showed up at our Oak Lawn office. One of the best parts was chatting with him. Uh, our son got the opportunity to meet Adam as well. The boy was quite thrilled. So, uh, so it's going to be a big show for them, and uh, you know, definitely they're taking a risk there. You know, because uh, you know they're not a political show, but uh, he uh, is uh, getting behind. Uh, uh, no jokes, there, kids. Come on, he's uh, he's uh, supporting a candidate, and uh, I respect that. And uh, that's, that's going to be a good show. It's going to be an interesting show. So, uh, so good luck with that. For uh, people out there who are. Uh, uh, in the uh, medical realm, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Eastern Time tomorrow, Dr. Kevin Foe, uh, who is, uh, in my opinion, the leading voice in uh, physician social media, he's going to be on a live uh, internet radio show uh, called Radio Rounds. Radio, and you can get there at radiorounds.org. And it's a show put on by medical students here in Ohio at. Uh, Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, I'm going to be listening to that show. That's going to be a good show there, so we'll we'll see what uh, Kevin M.D. has to say uh, with that. Um, And also in my chat room here, I do want to give a big shout-out to to friggin' Ben with a QN to uh, Jesse Wilder uh, from the Llama 80 show. And uh, I, I listened to their uh, last show on the archive, and uh, they're taking a little bit of a break. Uh, and uh, I just want to say that, uh, you know, you guys are did, uh, I, I enjoyed your show, Llama 80 show. Uh, I believe it's still in the archives uh, over there at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Llama 80. Check out their archives there, and uh, um, I hope you guys come back soon. Uh, we miss you around here doing a show. It's a good time, um, and I tried to, Stop in live as much as I can and call in as much as I can. So I missed, uh, I, uh, I wish, uh, wish I was there live for your last show there, but I uh, couldn't do it. So I apologize about that. Uh, and finally here, uh, uh, I want to give a shout out there. I know that she's still out there. She listens to my show there sometimes. I'm going to give a big shout out to, to our buddy Kat. And uh, she had a show, uh, Faith Ignited. I know, uh, um, I have enjoyed that show a lot, and if you haven't checked that out, I encourage you to check that out and give a big shout-out to Kath there, and I uh, hope you're doing okay, and uh, we know you're listening out there somewhere, and uh, we hope you come back to Blog Talk Radio and uh, come back soon. So I just want to know what you're, we're thinking about show. So that ends uh, this segment here. We'll have another break, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be lightening things up here a little bit. I have some uh, some crazy wild news stories uh, after this next break. You're listening to the Doctor Anonymous Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. That's right, I'm back on the air. The the, uh, the rumors are, are are false that I was canceled. Well, maybe. I, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But I am back on the air here on Saturday night. And uh, so uh, let's, let's talk about some other news stories here. So, uh, you know, I'm watching right now this, this Miss America pageant here. And uh, it's on TLC if you have cable or if you're uh, – you can probably find a link on Twitter for a live Internet stream there somewhere. Uh, but uh, you can see on my Twitter account there, uh, I, I, I was watching right before this show here, and I saw the list of uh, of judges. <laughs> it is it is an interesting group of judges. I will just read them off here: Vivica A. Fox, Katie Harmon, Sean Johnson, Dave Cause, Rush Limbaugh, Paul Rodriguez, and Brooke White. And I saw that, and I saw I saw them interviewing these judges, and I'm like, wow, this is interesting. I'm going to have to actually watch this thing now. Um, and I, as I'm watching live right now, um, I guess they are. Uh, the looks like they're they're giving uh, they're giving crowns and stuff. Looks like they're finishing up or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Uh, so if you're not watching it, and if you can't watch it, check it out. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Our first story here is uh, from Glendale, California. You know, there's freaks in California. Freaks. I'm I'm just saying. Freaks from California and freaks in California. <laughs> this is from January 29th from the Associated Press. The title is "Chicken Plays Chicken with Drivers on Busy Street." That's right. A chicken playing chicken? That's what's happening on a busy Glendale street where a black hen, I'm just reading this, has been dodging cars, captors, and coyotes for two months. Two months! Officials say the bird has been uh, darting into traffic outside Glendale Community College since it was first reported on November 20th. The chicken has drawn a growing crowd of photographers and journalists as animal control officers struggle to catch it. A spokesman for the Pasadena Humane Society, which handles animal control in Glendale, said the bird either runs in, onto the street or flies into a tree when officers approach. Hillary Gatlin said a humane trap has not worked because the chicken wasn't, uh, doesn't weigh enough to trigger it. <laughs> Or she isn't interested in uh, the feed used as bait. She said the standoff would continue a while. <laughs> Nothing like those Glendale chickens. <laughs> so we talked. We talked about junk dysfunction earlier. This is from Buenos Aires, Argentina, from Reuters, from Thursday, January twenty eighth. The title is. Pork better for sex than Viagra. Argentina's president recommended pork as an alternative to Viagra Wednesday, saying she spent a satisfying weekend with her husband after eating barbecued pork. I've just been told something I didn't know, that eating pork improves your sex life. I'd say it's a lot nicer to eat a bit of grilled pork than take Viagra, President Christina Ferdinand's 
said to leaders of the pig farming industry. She said she recently ate pork, and things went very well that weekend, so it well could be true. Argentines are the world's biggest per capita consumers of beef, but the government has sought to promote pork as an alternative in recent years due to the rising steak prices and a way to diversify the meat industry. (laughs) Uh, Trying it doesn't cost anything, so let's give it a go, the president said in a televised speech. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Dateline, Georgia. Georgia man buys car finds $200,000 in counterfeit cash. This is from Ball Ground, Georgia. Ball Ground, Georgia. <laughs> One North Georgia man got more than he bargained for when he bought a car from a towing company late last year. Officials with the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office said Thursday that uh, some guy, I can't say his name, found $200,000 in counterfeit money inside a hidden compartment behind the back seat of a car. Authorities says uh, the guy bought the car after it sat for more than three years in an impound yard after being told by Fulton County Police in 2006, 26. Authorities uh, said he was uh, fixing a gas leak when he discovered the secret compartment. Cherokee officials called the U.S. Secret Service to help with the case. (laughs) So everybody go down there and uh, buy your next car. (laughs) Are you like me? Do you like the chili? No, I'm not a really big chili fan, but uh, this is from the Associated Press from Lowell, Massachusetts, from Friday, January 29th. The title is Truck Driver Chokes on Chili. Truck driver chokes on chili and crashes into home. Police said a Massachusetts lumber truck crashed into a home after the driver was knocked unconscious by a small chili from Wendy's. Lowell police said Eric Graham reported that he choked on the chili when the truck hit a bump, causing him to pass out as a flatbed truck veered off the road and slammed into the home. The man, 59, said emergency workers at the scene told him that he had passed out, but he could not remember losing consciousness. (laughs) Police said the truck hit the foundation of the home, and authorities were worried that the home may collapse when the truck pulled out. (laughs) Uh, The police said he could be cited for eating while driving. Yeah. Okay, what are you in for? I'm uh, I'm in for eating while driving. <laughs> uh, shout out to my good friend Enrico and also Dude Man Six Eighteen. Thanks for hanging out with us here uh, this evening. Let's see what I do have some uh, do have some audio clips here. Uh, so yeah, as you see, as they open the show, uh, we're uh, talking about the Olympics that nobody cares about. But I did have a uh, story here. Probably remember the uh, the movie Cool Runnings with the uh, Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, but now there's a Jamaican skier, a skier from Jamaica that is trying to be the first 
uh, Caribbean athlete to win a medal in the Winter Games. Here's the story from the Associated Press. It sounds like the plot of a classic fish-out-of-water movie. When people here in Jamaica skier, they expect, you know, dreads hanging out the back of my helmet and the smoke stream following me down the mountain. The only smoke you might see from this serious competitor is coming off his skis. Born in New York and raised in California ski country to a Jamaican father and an American mother, the 23-year-old holds dual citizenship and could have raced for Team USA, but he decided to compete in the upcoming Olympics for the land of his father, who passed away when he was a teenager. I think it's more than just a country, it's your father, it's a passion, it's what my mom fell in love with, she graduated from Stanford and moved to Jamaica, fell in love with that people, and it really changed her life. And to see something, you know, have that strong, you know, of an influence on your parents, it, it really rubs off on you. Errol will compete in a new Olympic event called Ski Cross. Instead of racing against the clock, four skiers fly down a narrow course with twists and turns at the same time often bumping into each other all the way down. You know, it's one of the most extreme sports. You're going 80, 90 miles an hour with just spandex and a crash helmet on. You know, you don't have a car around you. You don't have everything else, and you're flying, you know, 100 feet through the air. Errol actually built this starting gate and put it right in his front yard so that he can practice at home 24-7. Errol lives with his mother, who says her late husband would have been extremely proud his son is competing for his homeland. And to be able to see Errol grab a hold of that and say, let's take this a step farther, let's put Jamaica on the map of skiing, is, it's beautiful. Errol's finished as high as fifth in recent international competition. If he can manage to crack the top three in Vancouver, he'll become the first athlete from the Caribbean to medal in the Winter Olympics. I've already proved myself on the world stage, so it's not like we're just, you know, a shot, a shot in the dark. You know, we're here to put a little island on the map of international skiing. By taking this cool running story to the extreme. Haven Daily, the Associated Press, Tahoe City, California. The uh, Olympics starts in two weeks, so that'll be an interesting story to uh, to follow. And also from the sports world, um, I did want to uh, uh, recognize uh, Kurt Warner, the pro quarterback Kurt Warner. A great story there. If if you don't know, uh, if you don't know it, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a a great story on a lot of different levels. Uh, he announces uh, retirement uh, this week. Good guy. Um, here's a story from the AP. Kurt Warner was written off as a has-been, but in a storybook comeback led the Arizona Cardinals to their first Super Bowl. Friday, the 38-year-old quarterback announced his retirement, ending a 12-year NFL career. Warner went undrafted out of Northern Iowa and played three years in the Arena League and won an NFL Europe before making the St. Louis Rams as a backup in 1998. A year later, he led the Rams to a 13-3 record and was the Super Bowl MVP in a thrilling win over Tennessee. After six seasons in St. Louis, Warner signed as a free agent with the New York Giants, but was replaced by rookie Eli Manning after nine games. He then landed with the Cardinals in 2005, and in 2008, he had the Cardinals in the Super Bowl, where he passed for 377 yards in a 27-23 loss to Pittsburgh. Wondering about Warner's Hall of Fame credentials? In a comparison with the 14 quarterbacks to make the Hall in the last 25 years, Warner has a better career completion percentage, yards per pass attempt, and yards per game average. Only Dan Marino had more 300-yard passing games.
Warner leaves the game with over 32,000 passing yards and 208 touchdowns. John Klobuchar, the Associated Press. And our last uh, story in this segment here has to do has to uh, do with a freak. I mean, a uh, a fan <laughs> from Indianapolis. And uh, I'm sorry, this story is uh, um, it's, it's augmented by pictures, which we don't have, but it's on the YouTube site for Associated Press. But apparently, he uh, switched his Christmas lights for lights of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Here's the story. Christmas may have been more than a month ago, but that hasn't stopped one Indiana family from keeping their house lit up. It also doesn't hurt that the hometown team is headed for the Super Bowl. Yes, I'm the biggest Colts fan that there is. Bill Jamison is like many in Indianapolis who are showing their pride in the Colts. So when Christmas was over, the red and green lights went away, and the blue and white ones came out. And after Christmas, I took all the Christmas lights down and immediately put up Colts lights. Bill Jamison said the hardest and most time-consuming was the handmade horseshoe that is right on the front of the house. I handmade some of the stuff, the big horseshoe on the house, and the letters that say, Go Colts, on them. I just got carried away with myself and couldn't stop putting Colts lights up. The Colts will play the New Orleans Saints in Super Bowl 44 a week from Sunday in Miami. Brian Thomas, The Associated Press. So that ends this segment here. We'll take one more break here, and I'll have some more news stories here for you, getting you ready for the top of the hour, which is the Indian Borough Live show right here on Blog Talk Radio. They have uh, Illinois gubernatorial candidate Adam Onjevsky. But we'll have one more segment here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Blog Talk Radio on a Saturday night. We have 16 minutes left here, and uh, Enrico is asking if that guy is Polish. (laughs) But I do have a story here from Reuters from 29 January. The title is Priest Checks Fingerprints for Mass Attendance. This is from Warsaw. A Polish priest has installed an electronic reader in his church for school children to leave their fingerprints in order to monitor their attendance at Mass. I'm not kidding. Uh, the pupils will mark their fingerprints every time they go to church for uh, over three years, and if they attend 200 Masses, they will be freed from obligation of having to pass an exam prior to their confirmation, the paper said. The pupils... Uh, in the southern town of a, t- a town I can't say, <laughs> told the daily they liked the idea, and also the priest who invented it. This is comfortable. We don't have to stand in line to get the uh, priest's signature confirming our presence at the past. In our confirmation notebooks, said one pupil who uh, gave her name as Kalarina. Poland is uh, perhaps the uh, most devoutly Roman Catholic country in Europe today, and churches are regularly packed on Sundays. But if you go to Tennessee, in this country, look out. (laughs) 
From the Associated Press, the title is Pastor Accused of Pulling Gun on Son at Church. This is from Alcoa, Tennessee. The son of a well-known Alcoa pastor has taken out uh, an order of protection against his father, claiming he was threatened with a gun during an argument at a church over the lack of church attendance. (laughs) The order of protection was filed by 32-year-old Michael Lewis Colquitt against 60-year-old Joe Colquitt, pastor of St. John Missionary Baptist Church. The younger man told police his father pulled out a handgun when they met at the church to discuss church attendance. He told told officers his father pointed a gun at him and threatened to kill him, his wife, and family. Joe Colquitt declined to comment when contacted by the Times of Maryville. A February 4th hearing was set in Blount County General Sessions Court. (laughs) And speaking of cops, (laughs) this is from Pueblo, Colorado. The title is Cops Pair uh, Cops. Pair allegedly used jury box to smuggle drugs. January 28th, it was a dumb way to try to sneak drugs into prison. Pueblo County authorities said a 22-year-old woman worked out a plane with her boyfriend to get narcotics into jail Wednesday through a courtroom exchange at her own sentencing hearing. Uh, officials learned of the plot because the woman in jail and her boyfriend talked about the plot on a monitored phone line, duh. <laughs> Phil Martinez allegedly dropped a bag of narcotics in the jury box before her hearing when the courtroom was empty. The alleged drug drop happened in minutes after elementary school students had finished a mock trial in the same courtroom. <laughs> Detectives were watching, and Martinez was arrested. Both Martinez and his girlfriend faced drug and contraband charges. (laughs) Dateline Houston. Fire in Houston blamed on inflatable gorilla. Ah, yeah, I know. (laughs) From the AP. Fire department officials said an out-of-control inflatable gorilla was blamed for a rooftop blaze at a Houston shopping center. No injuries were reported in the fire early Thursday. The remnants of the inflatable gorilla were seen at the site. (laughs) District Chief Fred Hooker, I'm not making that up, District Chief Fred Hooker said some type of a, quote, blow-up doll, unquote, was on the roof. The item deflated and landed on some lights leading to the fire. Fire authorities said two stories suffered minor water damage. Part of the rooftop was also seen to have suffered fire damage. You can get more information at (laughs) KHOU-TV. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting back to the weather, I mean, we haven't had much weather here, but I know uh, some people in different places of the country are starting or did get a lot of snow. Here's the story from the Associated Press. 
An icy winter storm has paralyzed parts of the southern plains with snow, sleet, and freezing rain. A half inch of ice has snarled traffic in Oklahoma, sending cars into guardrails and causing a number of fender benders. Ice has snapped power lines and forced airlines to cancel more than 100 flights at Oklahoma City's Will Rogers Airport. More than a foot of snow has been reported in the Texas panhandle. In New Mexico, parts of Interstate 40 have been closed because of snow-packed and icy conditions. The National Weather Service says more winter weather can be expected in Oklahoma and Texas on Friday. John Belmont, the Associated Press. So shout out to all those who uh, are suffering through this. I saw some of the pictures there, and uh, wow. <laughs> Especially people who are not used to snow. So did you hear about this story uh, about some kids being, uh, I think, uh, suspended or uh, kicked out of school because uh, they were bad-mouthing a teacher on a Facebook uh, group or a Facebook fan page? Interesting stuff. Here's the story. A Facebook page set up solely to bash a middle school teacher. And now one student has been suspended, 30 others sent to after-school detention. The teacher is from Roxborough Road Middle School in central New York. Had some very, very derogatory, uh, very uh, insulting uh, comments, and, and that's why we, we took the action that we did. This teen got detention just for becoming a fan of the page. Now her father is angry. For him to, to, to assume that, that he has the authority to step in and, and discipline my child over something that has nothing to do with school is, is, is overstepping his bounds. The page has been taken down, and now the superintendent says he thinks it was libelous. The person's reputation, uh, a student uh, definitely uh, tried to uh, uh, demean a staff member. Once you get on uh, something like Facebook, then that's published, and anybody can come in and take a look at that. But the teen's father disagrees. You know, why didn't you call me and tell me whether this was going on? I could have taken care of it myself. If he doesn't think his daughter has done anything wrong and doesn't agree with the punishment. Brian Thomas, the Associated Press. So, I'm not sure about that. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Glad I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> but uh, libelous? I don't know. Uh, I guess it depends what the heck was said on the, on that fan page. Sometimes, you know, people can get pretty mean. Did you hear about this story? These uh, these people smashed into a library to steal some computers. It's an interesting story. Uh, here it is. It sounds like a plot from a movie. Thieves broke through brick walls to steal thousands of dollars in computers from a Philadelphia public library. Officials say the thieves used an abandoned building next door to the library to launch their attack using heavy construction tools to break through a brick wall and another wall to get inside. Six computers, eight flat screen monitors, plus accessories were stolen. The theft is heartbreaking for people in this poor neighborhood who lost a free, reliable lifeline to the Internet. That's heartbreak to me because I use them at least twice a week. I need them. I don't have a computer at home. Looking for work, you know. As many uh, online career sites as I can find, you know. And because of budget cuts, money may not be available to replace the computers. Myra Lopez, The Associated Press. All right. And uh, our last story here, we have seven minutes left here. And uh, we'll uh, leave you with a, a nice story here of a... A dog that was found after being lost. I'm serious. It's, uh, it's good stuff. 
Here's the, the last story here of the night from uh, the Associated Press. Polish officials say this furry guy was rescued after floating 75 miles on an ice floe into the Baltic Sea. The brown and black mongrel was found adrift on Monday by a group of scientists. The researchers say the rescue was pretty tough, and at one point they thought the dog had drowned. Once in port, the crew took the animal they nicknamed Baltic to a veterinarian who found him to be in surprisingly good shape. Now there's only one little problem, finding Baltic's real owners. Four people have already claimed him, but so far his saviors say there's been no wagging tail of joy. The research team says if his rightful owners don't show up, they're prepared to adopt him. Ross Simpson, the Associated Press. So there you go, kids. That's the show here uh, for this evening. I want to thank everybody for uh, for joining me here on this uh, thrown together at the last minute uh, show here. I appreciate everybody uh, uh, joining me here. My next show will be uh, Thursday, February 4th. And I'll have an interview there uh, uh, for the show. It'll be uh, Dean Brandon, who is a, a dentist uh, who uh, has a blog, and we met uh, in Las Vegas at Blog World Expo. And uh, so we'll, we'll be talking about that. He's an interesting guy. He's an interesting guy. He uses his blog for his business, and uh, uh, so we'll we'll be talking about that. And uh, we have a whole a whole schedule of February shows. You can go to Doctor Anonymous dot com to check out our show schedule for February and I think February is almost uh, <clears throat> almost all filled up as far as the show schedule so I've been working hard on that for uh, all of you so um, so thanks a lot for joining me I'll be uh, I'll be hanging out with Amy and Burrow at the top of the hour which will be in about five minutes you can go there to uh, uh, blog dot com slash Annie Burrow talk and uh, that's it for me here, kids. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me. You can go to dranonymous.com to check out the website. You can go to dranonymous.net uh, to go to the Facebook fan page. And you can go to dranonymous.org to take you right to my iTunes page, subscribe to the show, and even leave a comment over there. So thanks a lot for hanging out with me, uh, and I'll talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody.